right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It is January the 7th of 2021. Another day in quarantine. <laughs> yes. I think that's going to be a song. You know how Phil Vassar has Just Another Day in Paradise? Just another day in quarantine. That's where we are today. That's kind of what's happening in our lives. So welcome to the radio program today on National Tempura Day. Which is, I don't know if you've, if you've ever had that at a Chinese restaurant, but it's pretty good. I'm not sure what it is. Basically, you just batter anything. Like I've had, you know, like fried tempura that was, I don't know, something like squash or a carrot or something like that. Oh. But then you put this good sauce over it and you're kind of set oh, down. Okay. So, also National Bobblehead Day, which based on us having to look at each other through Zoom, it's kind of like we look like two <laughs> bobbleheads just hanging out. Yes. And Kelly, for whatever reason, sits so close to her uh, camera. All I can see is her face bouncing around. (laughs) Also, Harlem Globetrotters Day today, too, because today is the day that they played their very first game many, many years ago. I've seen them play so much fun. Oh, yeah. We always kind of loves going to those. But they get you because typically they'll be like, "Okay, radio station, you get some tickets. Come here and talk about the game. So we go because the tickets are free. And we end up spending a fortune on the Uh merchandise. (laughs) They're brilliant. Oh, yeah. Because Kai's like, I need to have that basketball. Okay, Kai, we'll get you the basketball. Hey, Dad, I need that jersey because he wants the whole outfit. And there's that little that little globy that they have a a stuffed animal for and everybody has to buy a globy. Oh, yeah. It's just like the circus. They get you. They could give everybody free tickets and they're still going to get you. I know. You're right. So anyway, we'll celebrate the Globetrotters today. Can you name the most famous Harlem Globetrotter of all time. Was it Carly? Oh, is he is he one? Or are you talking about I the Three so. Stooges? I'm not talking about the Three Stooges. Okay. <laughs> uh, was it Showbiz? Is Showbiz a good one? See, I'm thinking maybe maybe I'm just kind of going back a little more old school because I believe on different strokes with Arnold Jackson and Philip Drummond. <laughs> yes. I believe Meadowlark Lemon showed up. That's right, Meadowlark. That's right. And wasn't Arnold so impressed because Meadowlark Lemon was so tall and? <laughs> Arnold was so not. Anyway, we'll celebrate the Globetrotters today as well. Thanks for getting up and starting your day with Arkansas's morning show. This is Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So the year was 2006 and Billy Currington had the number one song in country music on this day. Don't know what I did to earn a something right it's billy currington number one in 2006 we're both a fan of this song right this is early billy anywhere you want to go baby show me the way i'm open to suggestions whatever you Tonight's about giving you what you want, whatever it takes. Girl, I hope I'm on the right road. Judging by the smile on your face, must be doing something right. I just heard you sigh, leaning into my kiss.
something right. It's Billy Currington. Must be doing something right. Number one on this day in 2006. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for starting your day with us. My name is Brandon. My name is Kelly. She's in quarantine at home in her basement. I have my own private wing of the radio station. I have actually told everybody I need to be quarantined for the next three months just to be safe. Right, right, of course. I'm always looking out for everybody else trying to be Uh, safe, uh so I'll quarantine for three months (laughs) just in case. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. So got you gossip on Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. We told you that there were all these rumors about them divorcing and splitting up, and it looks like there's something to that. But we kind of figured out, according to some friends, uh, some of the reasons they're fighting. One of the reasons they're fighting is because Kanye West thinks Kim Kardashian spends too much time on the kids. Oh, well, heavens, Kanye. And he also wanted the family to move to Utah, right? That's where he'd been staying and all that kind of stuff. When he was trying to go through uh, his mental breakdown moments, he went to Utah. He wants the family to move there, but they want to stay. Kim wants to stay in Calabasas, which is the rich area of California. There's also talk that they're fighting over their $60 million dream home. If you remember, we saw this home, and I think they bought property and then ended up redoing like all of it. $60 million bucks. Oh, they're, my goodness. They're trying to fight over who's going to get that house. They say all together, when you look at the assets of these two people, these two hyper-famous people, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, this divorce is going to be around a $2.2 billion divorce. It's crazy. Got you gossip on Dr. Dre. So we told you yesterday Dr. Dre is currently going through a really nasty divorce. And on top of that, just days ago, he was hospitalized with a brain aneurysm. So he's stable. He's recovering. He's okay. But as he's in the hospital, according to multiple reports, four people tried to break into his home in L.A. Well, the report says, quote, several individuals were hiking over a hill attempting to enter the property. They were confronted by six private security officers, and then they fled the location. So there was a quick pursuit, and then it was was confirmed that the four were arrested and they were booked on attempted burglary charges. But again, Dr. Dre was not in the home at the time of the incident because he's recovering from a brain aneurysm. Well, what awful timing. So people know that he's not home. He's in the hospital. And at that point, they're like, hey, Dre lives over there. Let's go do that. Like, that's crazy. That's terrible. And that's why a lot of times you hear people advise you if you go on vacation not to tell people that you're on vacation, not to post your photos until you get back. Because if people know where you live, heaven forbid, that's what they do. I know. It's crazy. And if you're a fan of the TV show The Office, like Kelly and I are, if you love Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute and Jim and Pam and Kevin and all the crew, right? Uh, The good news is, is you can still watch them on the Peacock streaming network. Which, for those of us who watched on Netflix forever, you got to go and do that whole subscription. But Greg Daniels, the creator of The Office in the United States, has said that at this point, because of the move to Peacock, that there's the potential that we could see some type of a reunion for The Office. That would be great. They're not sure if they would do it in the style of what Friends is going to do on HBO Max, where they just get the cast together and they reminisce. Or they had this idea that maybe they could go back and and act like they found lost episodes, shoot them now, but set them like they were done in 2010, where the characters go back and kind of reprise those characters again. So whatever the case may be, even though many of us were upset that The Office was leaving Netflix, The Office being on the Peacock Network could lead to some type of reunion. 
And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you guys. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly in quarantine. Well, yes, you're not really the reason that we're quarantined, but she is quarantined in her basement. But you do like to word it as if everything is my fault. Yeah, most things are your fault. One of the things your husband told me was this has been the greatest (laughs) four days of his life. He has had so much more free time. Great. Well, that's just wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. I noticed. uh, Where are you going? Are you leaving? No, I'm just I'm just was just readjusting. So here's the deal. For those of you, let's kind of pull back the curtain just a little bit. What we're doing here is I'm in the station in the studio. She is at home in her basement, and we are looking at each other over Zoom so we can kind of almost feel like we're in uh, the radio station together because it would be weird to just have, you know, four-hour conversation, five-hour conversation, and not be able to see each other, facial expressions, reactions, and stuff like that. Yes, it's very, very, yeah, there's no way we could do the show how we do the show without being able to see each other. Yeah, but Kelly appears to have put on some makeup, and it looks like she did, um, I don't know, if you remember the show, The Drew Carey Show, there was this character, you Mimi. such a rude person this morning. I just don't think your lights were functioning enough in your <laughs> mirror because you have a lot of purple on your eyes. No, it's not is that? here. This is, let me just tell everyone why I put makeup on in quarantine. Why do you do because that? Because you're throwing me under the bus. Because there's girls that are like, I cannot believe she put on makeup when she's in quarantine. Is that what girls sound like? Sometimes we sound like that. <laughs> um, only when we're talking about other girls. Right. But um, the reason I do it, it's like I have to have a routine when I get up. And so when I get up, it's like I shower off. I've got that wake up. I've got my coffee. And then if I put a little bit of face on, I feel like I'm really at work. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I just get up and roll out of bed and just kind of, you know, wipe the, the sleep out of my eye, I don't feel like I'm ready. No, I get that. Totally. Yeah. But, but you are wearing pajamas. I am there. You know what? They're not pajamas. They're lounging. They're lounging clothes. Yeah. She's actually laying down right now. That is not <laughs> on true. On her futon in the basement. <laughs> she is barely functioning at this point. <laughs> I haven't heard your dogs yet. Your dogs have been, they have equal time in the show now. It's me, you, and your dogs. Well, it's because, let's see, what time is it? It is 6.36, and right now they are in my bedroom with my husband with the door shut. And then I put like a towel under the door Mm -hmm. to where they could have extra, like they couldn't hear me and they wouldn't bark. Right. Giving him a little extra sleep time. Yeah. Hey, there's a new TV show. I think your kids would find to be very funny, but you'd have to move to Denmark to watch it. I think (laughs) it's a children's show and it's called John Dillermond. Okay. Can I give you the premise of this show? And it would never play in the United States. But they're saying this is a children's show on children's I don't children's know. Television. Don't ever say never. Uh, so the show is about John Dillermond, who has, um, you know, Inspector Gadget had like, go, go, Gadget Arms. Yes. Well, John Dillermond has another part of his anatomy that has the same type of function as Brandon, stop Inspector it. Gadget's arms. And obviously it is not his legs, but it's somewhere between his arms and his legs. (laughs) No, Kelly, I watched the trailer. It is legit. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. And they say, are these people? They say the idea behind it is, is uh, it's going to depict a man who's impulsive and not always in control, who makes mistakes (laughs) like kids do. uh, But crucially, he always ends up making it right. Another thing I've realized is that, uh, so the, the character's name is John Dillermond. Dillermond means something else in Denmark. So basically, oh. it's, it's the anatomy <laughs> title. 
Wow. So it, let's go ahead and say, how can we say this? <laughs> because we have I don't know, but I'm going to let you do it because I like watching you try to say it. To squirm. So go ahead. Uh-huh. So maybe I won't say it anymore. But if you want to go and look at uh, the the trailer for it, and it's ridiculous. And again, it's a children's show. And it's not like it's even on Adult Swim. This is a kids-aimed show. John Dillerman. And you can watch the trailer on YouTube, which I see Kelly pulling up right now. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. Good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for having us on this morning. My name's Brandon. I'm Kelly. We thank you for listening to us. We're working separately based on me and um, the whole idea that I was exposed to somebody who was positive for coronavirus. Um, so we got good news. And for those of you who listen early, you might not have heard this late in the show if you didn't hear the podcast or something. Uh, I tested negative both ways, the rapid test mm-hmm. and the one that was the mail-off test. <laughs> so... That's good news, but again, we tested like two days after the exposure, which is normally way too early to tell for sure. So hopefully by Monday we'll know for sure. I have no symptoms so far, and like today's day five, and that's typically the day where you start to kind of feel something. Yeah, I gotcha. So there's there's some parts about it that I don't mind, like the idea that I can do the show and then just kind of go home and work from home. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. You don't like being around people. I don't even like people at all. Um, (laughs) I'm kidding. But it is kind of nice to be able to say, I'm just going, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take my nap early and then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to tackle the rest of the day. That's kind of nice. No, it is nice. But there's weird things about it. Like last night, I realized right before uh, I was getting ready to kind of go to bed, there's a routine I do. You mentioned routines earlier. My routine kind of goes, uh, we're going to go and make sure everything's locked. We're going to set the alarm. I'm going to go and I'm going to get my coffee preset for the next morning. And that's kind of yep. what I do. So I went to the coffee and I didn't realize my wife and I had gone through, like plowed through all these coffee deals. So I was out and I'm like, I'm going to run to the store and I'm going to go get some coffee. And she's like, "Uh, no, you're not. Yeah. Because it's just so normal just to say, Hey, I'm going to go. Yeah, I know. But I couldn't because I couldn't walk in. The same thing happened to me. I am still repainting my house. I've been doing it for like a year and a half now. And so since I have some off time, I'm like, I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to run to the store and get some, get some paint brushes. And Joey was like, my husband was like, no, you're not. You can't. So you I just can't leave. I, it's weird. And it's weird because as much of a homebody as I am, there's a part of me that's like, you know what? It is kind of nice to have the freedom to just go when you want to go. Right. And definitely. do what you want to do. But yeah, uh, we'll make the best of it. As many of you have had to do over the course of the last nine or 10 months, we just do the best we can and we learn and we grow and, and we try to figure it out one day at a time. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So have you ever woken up and have, after having a dream that seems 100% real? We all have, right? But you realize, oh, it was just a dream. Well, apparently there are some that may need a quick refresher on that. A few nights ago, 33-year-old Lindsay from Moselle, Mississippi had a dream where her husband cheated on her. Uh Uh-oh. So not a good dream, right? Well, the dream felt so real that when she woke up, she grabbed a knife and stabbed her husband several times while he was sleeping. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he needed surgery, but fortunately, it looks like he's going to be okay. (laughs) Lindsay was arrested for aggravated domestic assault, 
And it does not say whether or not uh, he has forgiven her or not. So I'm not sure if they're still together. That's terrible. I know. But speaking of having a bad dream, watching TV is not is a nightmare nowadays. Is it? Violence, fighting, cursing, swearing. And that's just to find the remote control. <laughs> nice. And, I like that. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio on a day where many of us are going to see images and videos of what happened in Washington, D.C., and we're going to say, my gosh, is that even real life? Right. What is happening? Because, you know, if you go and look at what happened throughout the day, the images, and, and most of us have grown up, you know, going through history, and we've seen the buildings, like the Capitol building, and to see people there outside of it, people trying to break into it, to see people in those rooms where the Senate and the House do their work. It was really surreal. Yeah, it was. And then I saw people as I was watching the news coverage. You know, you have these news anchors out there. And then there's the people who are out there, the the protesters and all that, who then are kind of approaching the media. And they're kind of trying to get on TV and stuff like that. It was really a wild scene. So uh, let's go back. I have some audio I wanted to share with you some of the stuff that uh, happened. Uh, One deal I guess we should make real clear is at the end of all of this, after everybody was kind of moved away, uh, the people came back into the Capitol and made it official that Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Here's Mike Pence. The whole number of electors appointed to vote for president of the United States is 538. Within that whole number, a majority is 270. Joseph R. Biden Jr. of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. The announcement of the state of the vote by the president of the Senate shall be deemed a sufficient declaration of the person's elected president and vice president of the United States, each for the term beginning on the 20th day of January 2021. So that right there is how the night ended. But what happened earlier in the day is President Trump decided he was going to speak. And uh, essentially, he was telling people, let's head toward the Capitol. (laughs) Right. So here's what Trump was saying, and this is kind of what got people fired up and sent them over to the Capitol. We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol, and we're going to try and give our Republicans, the weak ones, because the strong ones don't need any of our help, the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. So, Kelly, by the time they got there, there was chaos. There were people who lost their lives. A woman was shot. I have some of the audio of the chaos. Can I play this for you real quick? Yeah. yeah. I want to get your thoughts. Again, this is happening happening in our nation's capital of Washington, right. D.C. Right. Which uh, Joe Biden decided to speak last night, and uh, one of his messages was basically that this was unacceptable. This is not dissent. It's disorder. It's chaos. It borders on sedition, and it must end now. 
I call on this mob to pull back and allow the work of democracy to go forward, to storm the Capitol, to smash windows, to occupy offices, the floor of the United States Senate rummaging through desks, threatening the safety of duly elected officials. It's not protest. It's insurrection. So again, that's going to be something I think for the rest of our lives, we will have those visuals. And I think what it reminded me of is, you know, sitting there with my dad years and years and years ago. And, you know, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have all of the stuff where we could see things immediately. Mm -hmm. And we would see images of war from the Middle East. And we would be like, wow, that would never happen in America. You know, and, and then you look at the images and the things that from yesterday and it looks like a different country. It looks like something that is foreign that 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 wouldn't happen here. And I think, you know, I woke up from that nap and and I, I get all those notifications and you see all those images and you're just like in shock and all like what what is what is happening? What so many questions. So many questions, and the thing is, there's not a whole lot of answers. A lot of people are trying to go through footage and point out, hey, this is this guy, and this is this girl who was doing this, and and all of that. But they did get order restored in Washington, D.C. The idea that they called in the National Guard and state police and police from all over uh, to be there and and try to step people back and walk them away. Uh, January the 6th of 2021, definitely a day in American history that nobody will forget. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthday sport today. It's Thursday, January the 7th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Matthew Mock from Fort Smith, Arkansas, celebrating a birthday all across the state. So happy birthday, Matthew. We appreciate you listening to us. No matter how you do it, apps, podcasts, online, whatever. We appreciate that. James Yates of Paragould, happy birthday. Corey Ross from Jonesboro. Stacy Dar, Westside, a teacher. Happy overnight. birthday, Stacy. Happy birthday. Susan Chadwick. Of Jonesboro, the big 5-0 today. Car- Carly Yeager of Paragould is turning 12. Uh, let's see here. We have Tia Guthrie from Wynn, 15 today. Carly Lamar of Paragould turns 11. Hunter Osborne from Walnut Ridge is celebrating. Landon McClung of Rector is 18. Abby Gray of Paragould is celebrating. We have Jason Whitcomb of Stuttgart. Dane Parker Johnson of DeWitt, three years old. And Gary Sarton is turning 61 today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday, birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Blue Ivy Carter is nine years old today. That's Beyonce's and Jay-Z's daughter. Happy nine birthday, years old. Blue Ivy. Lauren Cohen is 39. That's Maggie on The Walking Dead. Aloe Black is 42. You know him from this song right here. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Well, you can tell so, everybody. 
just going to say real quick, my favorite memory of that song was when we did the prom fashion show, Kai was probably four or five, and we made an entrance together. He was in his tuxedo. I was in mine. And we came out dancing to that song because it was his favorite. So That's cute. Aloe Black 42 today. Uh, this was your favorite character from Saved by the Bell. Dustin Diamond Screech from Saved by the Bell is 44 today. That's actually the character I most related to <laughs> <Yeah>. in school. <laughs> but it's all right. Uh, let's see. Happy birthday today to John Rich Boom. from Big and Rich, who is 47. Yep. Cause I saddle up my horse and I'll ride into the city. I make a lot of noise cause the girls, they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway on my old studly Roy. And the girls say, save a horse, ride a cowboy. That's my karaoke go-to, but I also love this one. Lost in this moment with you, I am completely consumed by feeling so absolute, there's no doubt. Sealing our love with a kiss, waiting my whole life for this, watching all my dreams come true. Lost in this moment with you. Happy birthday to John Rich. I had the chance to meet him in Memphis. He was really nice. So happy birthday, John Rich. Jeremy Renner is 50 from The Avengers, Mission Impossible, and Hurt Locker. Nicolas Cage is 57 today from Face Off and Con Air. You mentioned Face Off. I love that movie. That was Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. That was a really good movie. I watched. I, ne- I don't watch that many movies, but I watched that one over and over. I love it. Yeah, that. it was good. Katie Couric is 64 today. And happy birthday today. To Kenny Loggins, who is 73. So, name the movie Kelly Danger Zone. Top Gun. There you go. What about this movie? No explanation needed. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Who is 73 today? Brandon Baxter in the morning. Good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for having us on your radio today. My name's Brandon. I'm Kelly. We appreciate you listening to us. Let's find out what's going on in the world of country music today. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, a lot of times when you think of an artist, you think of them going for advice to people like their manager, their management team, other artists. Jason Aldean has taken some life-changing advice from his wife, Brittany, and what he says he's learned from her and what she says he's learned from her is that he needs to be a little more personable on his social media. She oh, believes okay. she believes his personality is amazing and that once people got to know the real side of Jason Aldean, that they'd fall in love with him even more. She told Jason, hey, man, they know you're a singer. They see you on stage. They see you in the studio. Let them see you differently. Let them see your real life and people will like you even more. So Jason Aldean took the advice, and if you check out his social media, you'll see a lot more about the real life 
of Jason Aldean. So Thomas Rhett teased a new song on TikTok and it's sparking rumors that a new album may be really close. And in the clip, you're going to hear a part of the song talking about looking back on his childhood, reminiscing about country music, baseball and going to church. The song is called Where We Grew Up. Here's a sneak peek. Home country music, baseball diamonds, finals, fishing, oh, them Sunday morning sermons, tailgate learners, sipping something cold. They born and raised us on faith, hope, and love. They made dang sure, we were dang sure proud of where we grew up. Where We Grew Up is going to be out by Thomas Rhett really soon. So streaming was big, of course, in all of music, but country music was the biggest growing genre of last year in 2020. And they say the top streamed artist in country music last year with 2.7 billion streams was Luke Combs. A big year for Luke Combs. Of course, Luke Combs' newest song is called Better Together. Some things just go better together and probably always So Luke Combs, number one, 2.7 billion streams. But y'all, coming in second in country music, and they say he was a slow starter because his career didn't really pick up until late summer, fall, winter. Morgan Wallen had 1.9 billion streams in 2020 for songs like this. I love you more than a This song out in 2020 as well. 1.9 billion streams of Morgan Wallen music in 2020. Here's his latest. as far as streaming is concerned. Luke Combs at the top, Morgan Wallen, number two. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. This is Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is January the 7th, and today in pop culture in 1927, the Harlem Globetrotters played their very first game ever in Illinois. Wow. So we've both gone to see the Globetrotters. Yes, we talked about that earlier this it. morning. Uh, today in pop culture in 1997, the Spice Girls put out their debut single. It was released in the United States, and it's, well, this song right here. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Don't tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really want to sing a If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. Never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got 
Spice Girls, 97. Today in pop culture in 1999, Rod Stewart and Rachel Hunter announced the end of their eight-year marriage. Of course, he's the singer. She was the supermodel. You know Rod Stewart from this one. And maybe you know him from this one, too. So they divorced in 1999. In 2006, Day of Pop Culture, Pink married motocross rider Carrie Hart. Today in Pop Culture in 2009, Carrie Underwood was the big winner at the People's Choice Awards. So Carrie won Favorite Star Under the Age of 35. She won Favorite Female Singer. And she won Favorite Country Song for this one. We won't even talk about that. And today in pop culture in 2003, 50 Cent released this song. Go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it was your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck. It's your birthday. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need. If you need to fill the bars. I'm in the having sex. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. That's 2003. And... Today in pop culture, last year in 2020, Rascal Flatts announced the fact they were going to go their separate ways. They were going to break up. They announced their farewell tour. And of course, based on the pandemic, they never got to have their big farewell tour. But when you go back and think about the Rascal Flatts songs, there are so many and so many big ones. Maybe this one. It's a little too loud on the What about my wish, Rascal Flatts? Maybe these days. I wake up and see drops that fall down like rain. Maybe fast cars and freedom. Speaking of cars, we should do this one too. And of course, Rascal Flatts, their most recent single is How They Remember You. Did you stand or did you fall? Build a bridge or build a wall? How'd you love or give it all? What did you do? What did you do? Did you make a laugh? So today is January the 7th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Mm. 
Well, it's a Thursday morning. Welcome to the radio show, 750 across the natural state. I'm Brandon. I'm Kelly. She's on location. She's in quarantine. It's just another day in quarantine for us. Yes, yes. Hey, the good news, in case you haven't heard this, my both my tests so far, my rapid test, my mail-off test, both came back negative for COVID-19. Yep, that's a good thing. But I still have one more testing phase to go through, I guess, coming up on Monday. And then I can get the all clear. No symptoms. I feel pretty good. So, that's good. Yeah, I've been a little bit nervous. I, have a tendency, I know. I have a tendency to make myself nervous. I know. So uh, I have an issue, too. Can, let me go over here. I want to grab something because I need your help. Oh, okay. You can get- is, it one of, is it one of those things where I'm going to have to be honest and you're going to get your feelings hurt? Yeah. No, oh, no I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. I promise. Brandon, you always get your feelings hurt. No, no. So I just, I have a problem because my bag is busted. My bag I carry uh, every day. And I, oh. hate, I hate buying stuff like a backpack because, yeah. you know, I have this backpack, right? And this a is backpack. Like, this is the same type of thing that, that, you know, I would have carried when I was a kid. But look what's happened. Can you see here through Zoom? Oh, yeah, it's starting to tear there, and like your stuff's falling out of it. I could put my whole hand in the hole. And at first I thought I could just sew it back up. Is that is that stupid if I try to sew the backpack? I think you're kind of cheap. And so I know that's immediately where you're going to go is having it sewn. I'm surprised you haven't duct taped it yet. That's not a bad idea. Oh, Brandon, just buy a backpack. <laughs> but it's one of those non-exciting type things. And then I started thinking, and maybe you can give me advice on this. You know, here I am, 43 years old. Uh-uh, no. Still carrying a backpack to work. No. No, but lots of people carry backpacks. It's a, I mean, it's a laptop backpack. Right. But then I started thinking maybe I should transition at some point. No, my husband carries a backpack. That doesn't mean it's what we need to carry. It might mean we're just behind. Because am I at the age where I should transfer over to a briefcase? No, no. You, If I saw you carrying a briefcase, I would lose my mind laughing. <laughs> what if it was... <laughs> what if... <laughs> Stop. So what, you can't even see yourself holding a briefcase. But what if it was a trendy briefcase? Brandon, there's no such thing as a trendy briefcase if you're in the media radio business. No one cares. But you used to look so important. You would see businessmen walking around with those those real stiff, square, like rectangle-looking briefcases. Yeah, Samsonite. And then they would have, oh, there you go, Dumb and Dumber, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but that was more of the, the hard one, wasn't it? Was that the silver yeah. Halliburton-looking thing? But I think most of those men would carry those briefcases and there was nothing inside. They were just like you and like, ooh, I look important with my briefcase. Yeah, but I think if I get a briefcase, then I can actually have <laughs> I can have um, the combination lock too, you know, Brandon, the gold you combination a, lock. You are coming to the radio station and going home. You don't need a combination lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds dumb. It does sound dumb when you say it, but I had, like uh-huh. literally I feel like I might look like a child walking around with the backpack. Well, you look worse carrying a briefcase. But what is there a trendier type of a case I can carry? Why don't you get a purse, Brandon? What is that? A purse, a what man is purse. Is it big enough for my laptop? I'm sure you can find one. Well, will you help me find one? Heck, I'm sure you can find one big enough for you to fit in. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> so you think it's a bad idea to go for a briefcase? Yes. Just get another backpack. I will start a GoFundMe for your backpack. 
I might as well have Angry Birds on my backpack at this point. If I'm that carrying would be a, funny. If I'm carrying a backpack to work. A threes company backpack. I mean, I just think I feel like a little bit childish. Like I need to be better than that at this point. And if I were to go into a meeting and I walked in with my briefcase, I would look so much more professional. No. <laughs> Everyone would laugh. So if anybody has any briefcases, like you have any no. idea of a good looking briefcase that's kind of trendy, <laughs> that's not necessarily like an Angry Birds backpack, just let me know because I could use your help. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I got a text here on my, my watch. Uh, number one, happy birthday goes out to my good friend Rodney Freeman, who is celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rodney. Happy birthday, man. Hope you have a great day today. Uh, also, a heads up, because uh, the reason I know it's his birthday is he sent me a text that was telling me what I need to do for my new laptop bag. Because you said a briefcase oh. isn't good. I kind of wonder if the, if the you know, the, what do you call this? The backpack looks a little bit silly at my age. I don't right. know. Uh, he said what I should go for, and this kind of remin- is reminiscent of what I did when I was younger, and I kind of like the idea, Kelly. You can weigh in on it. I could maybe get a fanny pack that would be big oh. enough to <laughs> hold my 21-inch laptop. You know what? I am completely sold on that idea. If Done. You, if you've seen the picture of The Rock where he has that fanny pack, which is he's made really famous – you know, because he thinks he's cool, turtleneck, fanny pack. I had the same fanny pack. You sure did. So anyway, that's a heck of an idea from Rodney Freeman, who is celebrating his birthday today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year right now, 2021, I was looking back at this stuff that was talking about songs that were big 20 years ago. And Kelly, as I go back and listen and look at some of these songs, I'm like, I can't believe these songs are 20. Okay, let's hear it. So these songs were big hits, number one hits in the year 2001. Not necessarily today, but 20 years ago in 2001, these songs were number one hits. Like Limp Bizkit. You remember this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kelly, Afro Man was big 20 years ago in 2001. (laughs) Shaggy had a number one hit 20 years ago. But she got me on the counter. It was amazing. It was amazing. I even had her in the shower. She even got me on camera. She saw the marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. Wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. If you guys can see Kelly on Zoom, she likes the song. <laughs> Destiny's Child had a big hit 20 years ago. Nelly Furtado had a big hit 20 years ago. Speaking of Nellies, another Nelly had a big song 20 years ago. Years ago, see if you remember this song by Blue Cantrell. Lincoln Park had a number one hit 20 years ago in 2001. 20 years ago. Alicia Keys had a number one hit. 
band Outkast had a smash hit in 2001. Y'all, this song is 20 years old. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Twenty years ago, all of those songs were big. We love to give you those walks down memory lane. And when it doesn't seem real that those songs are twenty, just know this year in twenty twenty one, those songs are turning twenty. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's "Did You Know" on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you know Johnny Cash's birth name wasn't Johnny? Really. He didn't have any first name. His parents gave him the initials JR because they couldn't think of a name. And when he enlisted in the Air Force, they said he needed a name. So he picked John. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Did you know Saved by the Bell, the new class, had a longer run than the original Saved by the Bell and produced more episodes? There's no way that's true. It is true. But who chooses to watch that one? I know, but they watched it. And did you know, this is a great, great one. Mosquitoes have killed more people than all the wars in history combined (laughs) by infecting tens of billions of people with diseases. Oh my gosh. And we live in the state capital. Our state bird is the mosquito. That's great news. I know. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you're in the market for a car, like you want to go buy a pre-owned car, a used car, January is the best month of the year to do that. Really? I wonder why. I'm not exactly sure if it's all closeouts and moving stuff around and getting positioned for spring and the tax stuff or whatever, yeah, but they say yeah. typically January is the best month. So if you're looking for the best deal of the year on used cars, typically it happens in January. The second best month is February. So, I mean, that seems to be the what it is. You know, January, February, you kick off the new year, move out inventory, start over, and you have the tax stuff going on as well. Well, that's sad news for you because you have two new cars. So I might get another one. No. Just take advantage of the savings. This is a good month to buy. The savings, right. Uh huh. I'm going to buy Kai's first car. He's 11. (laughs) At 11. They say the best day of the entire year again would happen in January. And they say the best day of the year is actually Martin Luther King Day, which is January the 18th. They say for whatever reason on that day, typically there are about 40% uh, better than average deals out there. Wow. All that on used cars. So if you're looking for a used car, this is the month for you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks for listening to us today. Hey, you can check out the full show on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. We talk about Kelly and how she is in danger from feeding squirrels. <laughs> yes. Uh, we go back and we, we kind of get thoughts on the Capitol and what happened in Washington, D.C. Plus, I believe it's time for me to turn over a new leaf as mm. far as my business attire is concerned. Um, Maybe not a tire, but I need something, a new something, because something I a have has a accessory. hole. Yeah. And my, my deal, the thing I have has developed a big hole. So I need something new and I need advice on what I need to do. So uh-huh. the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? We have the series premiere of the sitcom, Mr. Mayor. 
uh, with Ted Danson. He's a retired businessman who gets himself appointed as mayor of Los Angeles. That's supposed to be pretty funny. The 19th season premiere of Hell's Kitchen, the series premiere of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, the series premiere of The Chase, the series premiere of Go Big Show. This is where people take risks for a shot at $100,000. The judges are Snoop Dogg, Rosario Dawson, Jennifer Nettles, and WWE's Cody Rhodes. And then the second season premiere of Revenge Prank with DJ Polly D and Vinny on MTV. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we will talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.